0: Welcome to the Howie Silviger Show on the True Talk Radio Network. Get in on the conversation. Call 1-877-669-1292. And good evening, my name is Howie Silberger, this is the Howie Silberger Show right here on the True Talk Radio Network. Glad you could join me, I'm happy to be here, and I have, uh, uh, and um, we were playing uh, during, the, uh, during the key up to the show, we were playing an old episode, I think it's 12 or 13 years old, episode of the Howie Silberger Show as it aired on Radio Shalom. Uh it's fascinating to listen to old old shows. I, I think it must have been twelve or thirteen years ago. Rabbi Mann was still on the show; he was still co-hosting the show with me. So it was at least uh, it was at least ten years ago, uh, probably even more than that, uh, on on Radio Shalom. So it, it was interesting to listen to these old episodes, and uh, we'll probably I'll probably do that a lot while I'm keying up the show, uh, as we um, as we wait for the show to begin. I will probably do that a lot. I will uh, play old episodes. We have we have about twenty years worth of episodes that we could play, so um, so it's interesting to listen to old episodes. I, I like it. I enjoy it. I hadn't heard that episode in a long, long time, and I'm really happy that I uh, that I put that on today. Uh, we are live. It is a uh, it is a Tuesday night. We are live. You could call in the number to call 1-877-669-1292. That's the number to call. Get in on the conversation here on the Howie Silberger Show. On the True Talk Radio Network, uh, truetalkradio.com is the official site of the Howie Silberger Show where uh, we have a full radio station running. Check out the schedule for True Talk Radio on the True Talk Radio um, uh, website. And, of course, you can um, you can uh, download the True Talk Radio app from your favorite app store. It's available in all the app stores. And, by the way, if, you're, um, if your smart home device, your Alexa or your Google or whatever... Your smart home device is connected to Apple Podcasts. You could uh, listen to the Howie Silver Show on demand by just asking it to listen to play the Howie Silberger Show. If your um, if your device if your device is connected to uh, to the to the uh, to to TuneIn Radio, you could ask your Apple you could ask your Google or or Amazon device to play. True Talk Radio on TuneIn Radio. So you see, you could listen to this at home. You could listen to this at work. You could listen to this on the car. You could uh, listen to us by demand. You can watch us on Facebook or on Twitter or on uh, on Twitch or on um, on YouTube. We're we're broadcasted everywhere. You can't get away from us. That's really what it comes down to. We are everywhere. All right. Okay. Maybe it's not that creepy. Uh, 1-877-669-1292 is the number to call. One eight seven seven six six nine one two nine two. 877 You could call in and you could join me in conversation. The uh, phones, I assume, are working. Uh, I haven't tried them. I haven't tested them. I should do that before the show, but I didn't do that today. But I'm assuming that the phones are working. We'll find out. If anybody calls in, we'll find out if the phones are working. Um, so uh, assuming that the phones are working and... Uh, and they'll ring here in the studio. Uh, I would love to talk to you. 1-877-669-1292. So I wanted to follow up on a story that we, um, that, we that we did yesterday on the show. Uh, the story was about a young man who walked into a locker room at a high school in Ottawa, Robert Borden High School in Ottawa, and was greeted by uh, a couple of his classmates who who decided to yell at him in German, give him the Nazi salute, and... Uh, create a swastika on the floor um, using ski poles. Now, I said yesterday that uh, the young man was traumatized and uh, and there was a deal made that the kids would be suspended and that uh, the parents of the of the boy, the Jewish boy, would be notified when those kids came back. He wasn't notified. The kids came back. They attacked his son again, which wasn't a very nice thing for them to do, to attack the kid again. But they did that. They attacked him again. and um, And the father was outraged completely outraged, said, hey, you were supposed to tell me when these kids were coming back, and you didn't tell me, and then my son was attacked again. That's totally unacceptable, and and he was extremely upset about that. And I said the kid should, uh, should you know, basically uh, the kid should uh, uh, not be so sensitive. As Jews, we were attacked uh, continuously throughout our history, so we shouldn't be overly sensitive when uh, when, when idiots make these kind, of, uh, these kind of displays for us. And I, I said that the uh, school didn't do enough. These kids should have been expelled, and, and perhaps charges should have been placed against, uh, on these kids. Well, there was an update to the story. The Ottawa police have charged two students who were accused of displaying a hate symbol and using anti-Semitic language and gestures last month at a high school. In a Tuesday afternoon news conference, uh, police officers... Uh, We're investigating who are investigating the December 1st incident at the school in Greenbank Road, north of West Hunt Club in Ottawa. The accused are too young to be mentioned under the Youth Criminal Justice Act. We can't name them. uh, Adding that the charges include public incitement of hatred, criminal harassment, and mischief. The Ottawa Carleton District School Board confirmed Tuesday that the charges were linked to an incident at Sir Robert Borden High School, where David Baker said his Jewish son was targeted with swastikas and taunted by four fellow students in the locker room on December 1st. Baker said Tuesday he hopes that news of the charges will show everyone, students especially, that words and actions have consequences. It's important because it sends a strong and unequivocal message that anti-Semitism will not be tolerated in our schools or in our cities, said Baker. Education is the only path forward. It's my hope that these students will change their thinking and their behavior. The OSDSB received a written statement Tuesday, uh, released a written statement on Tuesday, saying it stands against anti Semitism, adding that Jewish students, families, and staff have the right to feel safe at school and in the community. The board statement also notes that since the incident, Robert Borden High School has taken steps to address the concerns of anti Semitism. So they started a re education program in conjunction with the local federation, which I guess which I guess is better than nothing, what they should be starting and what uh, all Jewish communities should be starting is a is a re-education plan with our fists. That's what we should be starting. A uh, self-defense plan. We should be teaching our kids how to defend themselves, how to physically defend themselves if need be. Because it's not a far, it's not a far stretch to say that if people are bold enough to create swastikas on the floor with, with ski poles and Nazi salute and yell in German at a Jewish student, then they're, they're bold enough to go and to, uh, to attack, physically attack the Jewish student. They're bold enough to, uh, to go and potentially kill the Jewish student. So before we get to that point, before we get to the point where somebody gets killed, perhaps, just perhaps, we should take the, uh, the initiative as a Jewish community and teach our children how to defend themselves. Perhaps, perhaps we should we should try to, um, to to tell our kids that sometimes violence is warranted. Sometimes it's extremely warranted, and sometimes we have to um, we have to uh, just do what we have to do to defend ourselves. Because for centuries Jews have not defended themselves, and for centuries Jews have been have been uh, have been killed, unfortunately, murdered. So the gentlemen, the young men at Robert Borden High School, Sir Robert Borden High School in Ottawa, uh, will they learn their lesson? Well, you know, criminal charges were placed against them, as they should have been. This was a hate crime. So criminal charges should have been placed against them. And the, the, the school board seems to be taking it seriously. So should, should, should more be done? And I, I say yes. I, I always say yes. More should be done. The Jewish community of Ottawa, plus the Jewish communities everywhere else, should be training our kids how to defend themselves. They should be training our kids in martial arts. Everybody in the community should know how to defend themselves. Because like I said before, it's not a far stretch to draw a swastika or create a swastika on the floor and to attack, physically attack a Jew. And, and somebody should be investigating where these kids got this idea from where 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 this whole concept came from I mean high school kids aren't you know, usually aren't the smartest and not the most conniving and so one has to wonder uh, where this kind of racism where this kind of Jew hatred came from now if it came from home then perhaps a adult re-education program should be in place if you, if re-education is the way you want to go then re-educating the children is going to be pointless unless the adults are re-educated. The children are still living with the adults, they're minors. So so re-educating the kids but not re-educating the parents is kind of a fruitless, pointless exercise. So perhaps we should be looking at that. Where did this hatred come from? Where did these kids get the idea to create this swastika and to stand there? Now, I'm willing to wager dollars to donuts that these kids thought this was funny. And this was a practical joke that they were placing. It wasn't really a hate thing. It was a joke that they were playing on their friend. This is, this is what I think happened. And a friend just took it a little too seriously. Uh, but, but even so, it's not, quite, it's not a really funny joke. Mocking the death of, uh, of, of tons of Jews, of millions and millions of Jews, is not overly funny. At least not in my mind. I don't find it funny. I'm an adult, though. So in a kid's mind, maybe it was funny. Maybe they thought it was funny. I don't know. But as an adult, I, I don't find it very funny. I don't think that uh, that most adults will find it very funny. I, I think that uh, most adults will be repulsed by this, as we should be. Uh, kids should not be advocating for the mass genocide of, of a people. And setting up a, a room, a swastika room, with Nazi salutes uh, and, 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 and the whole nine yards, is really advocating for the death of, of, of a full nation of people. And that is completely unacceptable. But again, they're, they're being charged, so I hope that they get convicted. Not because I want to ruin a bunch of kids' lives. This is not what I, what, I, what I want for them. Because I want to send a message. I want this to be a message to other people who want to do crazy things like this. I want this to be a message to other children that this is not appropriate behavior, this is not legal behavior, does not behavior that, that, that we could stand by and accept. And, and, and I think it's important that that message get across loud and clear, very, very strongly. So kudos to the police department of Ottawa, who took it seriously, pressed charges, and now they're going to move ahead with, uh, with trying these, these two losers who, who did this. Now now talking about um losers uh Prince Harry has been in the in, in the news a lot lately. Now the last time I talked about Prince Harry I, I spoke about him a couple of weeks ago uh just briefly. I I don't like talking about the royals because it's a useless waste of time. But I spoke about Prince Harry a little while a little a little while back a couple of a couple of weeks ago uh, in, in relation to his uh to To his relationship with his mother and uh, and with the queen's death, I, I spoke to I spoke about Harry, but but in this case here, um, his 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 biography is coming out, and his biography has a, uh, a his biography is called Spare. So you you have a heir and a spare. The heir is the uh, is the is the next in line to the throne, and the spare is uh, is the spare. Uh, and so the um, the heir and the spare, <laughs> uh, Harry would be the spare. So the spare. Uh, wrote a biography, and in his biography, he actually addressed something that we spoke about on the show in 2005. So way back in 2005, I did a full show condemning uh, Prince Harry for wearing a Nazi costume at a at a um, at a Halloween party and or a native colonial themed party. Uh, I don't know if it was Halloween or some other event, but he wore a Nazi he wore a Nazi uniform. And uh, and the the world condemned it. The um, the Sun newspaper run, ran a front page story and a front page uh, picture, calling him Harry the Nazi. Uh, ever since then, I've been referring to him as uh, as as Prince Nazi. Uh, and uh, and he decided to address this controversy in his biography Spare. So Prince Harry says that Prince William and then girlfriend Kate Middleton were a part of his infamous decision to wear a Nazi costume to a native and colonial-themed party in 2005. Here's the quote. I phoned Willie and Kate and asked what they thought. Nazi uniform, they said. Harry writes, he explained that he was deciding between a pilot costume and a Nazi costume. Going on, he describes trying on the Nazi outfit for them, writing, They both howled. Worse than Willie's leotard outfit. Way more ridiculous, which again, was the point. Rightly so, the, uh, tw- the then 20-year-old prince was heavily criticized for the decision after the photo of him appeared—a uh, photo of him in costume, complete with a red swastika armband—was published on the front page of the Sun newspaper with the headline "Harry the Nazi." Uh, the revelation comes just weeks after Harry and Meghan' documentary de- debuted on Netflix, in which the Duke inducts- the Duke of Sussex, called the incident one of the biggest mistakes of his life. He quoted, this is the quote from the documentary. I felt so ashamed afterwards, he said on camera. All I want to do was make it right. I sat down and spoke to the chief rabbi in London, which had a profound effect on me, a profound impact on me. I went to Berlin and spoke to Holocaust survivor. He added, I could have gone on and ignored it and made the same mistakes over and over in my life, but I learned from that. So Prince Nazi learned from where that wearing a Nazi uniform was a bad idea. He, he learned, he learned after being skewered in the media, after being criticized around the world, that it was a bad idea to wear the uniform of a genocidal maniac party that, that perpetrated one of the biggest mass murders or the biggest mass murder uh, in mankind. So, so you know, if I, if I dressed up in Halloween as Charlie Manson and decided to go to a party... Uh, to decide to go to a party at uh, at Folger's Coffee, uh, it probably would be in bad taste, and probably would be uh, not looked at very kindly, since uh, one of the Folgers, uh, Harris, the Folgers Harris, was Abigail Folger, was killed by Charlie Manson. So if I decide that uh, that uh, tomorrow I want to dress up as um, as um, as the dictator of North Korea, and go to a Korean barbecue restaurant probably wouldn't be a great idea either. So Harry dressing up as a Nazi was 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 not a good idea. And to think it was just shows either how naive the royals are or how crazy and 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 removed from society they are. It's one or the other and I think the latter is what it is. I think they are so removed from society, so rich and so powerful, and, so, and so, so so sheltered that they've been removed from society. So to think that wearing a Nazi uniform is funny, to think that wearing a Nazi uniform in public where the media is going to be around and they're going to be photographed as funny, is, uh, is absolutely revolting. And, and to think that uh, these are the people who, who are the heads of state uh, of about 25 countries, it's crazy. But then he had who to take after. His grandfather supported the Nazis too. 1-877-669-1292. That's 1-877-669-1292. Last time I said that Prince Philip uh, supported the Nazis. I said that during uh, just after he died. I got attacked by many many of my Jewish friends who said he did not support the Nazis. His family supported the Nazis, but he didn't. Which which is quite possible. It's possible that uh, that he did not personally support the Nazis, and his family did. Uh, but but you know the, it's semantics. Tr- the truth is that I really don't care. The royals are are pretty irrelevant to me, and, and continue to be irrelevant. And and the older I get, and the more farther removed we get from uh, from from regal society, uh, the royals really hold no place in in society anymore, and they should uh, they should be abolished. There should be no more royal family. They should just be integrated into regular society. And the the money that the royals have should be just given to the British state. I mean, they, they 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 accumulated their wealth by plundering the countries that England conquered. So whatever's in Buckingham Palace or in the archives or in the uh, in the catacombs of uh, of of the royal family, perhaps should be returned to their rightful owners. Perhaps we'd be very surprised to see what's there to see what's in the archives, much like we'd be very surprised to see what's in the Vatican archives. The Roman Empire also plundered and stole things that are sitting in the Vatican. Maybe that stuff should be returned too. But it won't be, don't worry. Because when people steal stuff, especially countries, they call it the spoils of war. And the world seems to accept the fact that when you win something in a war, in, in, in any war, the spoils of war go to the victor now, that seems to be uh, the generally accepted concept uh, that's, that's generally accepted by everybody universally, with the exception of when Israel wins stuff in, in war, then the spoils of war don't go to Israel. That seems to be the only exception in the world and the only exception in history when it comes to victors declaring and keeping the spoils of war. It's amazing that only the Jews aren't allowed to do that. But we should be used to that. For centuries, Jews weren't allowed to do a lot of things. so keeping the spoils of war, uh, being part of uh, uh, of society and uh, and 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 enjoying the the um the stuff that the rest of society enjoys it's not in the cards for Jews. It's very unfortunate. I'm Howie Silberger this is the Howie Silberger Show right here on the True Talk Radio network. I want to thank you for joining me. I know these shows, shows have been fairly short. Uh we will uh, – uh, they're getting a little longer. They've been a little longer lately. Uh, we're going to get back up to the regular length. We can get back up to about an hour. Uh, it's coming up. As my stamina builds, we will continue uh, extending the length of the show. I want to thank you. There was no political hitman tonight. I, I thought I was going to do one tonight, but it uh, turns out I'm not. Uh, I'll see you again tomorrow right here on the True Talk Radio Network. Thanks so much for joining me. Have a great night.